Welcome back to the Rice and Slice Golf Show Podcast. My name is Theo Gentleman with a glass of wine. That is Chenji Meng. Welcome back, guys. Episode 60. We've missed you. Uh, we 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 have had a couple of weeks off, guys. Hey, Chenji. Just say hello. Just he- Hello. <laughs> speak, speaking, speak English. Dude. Yes. Uh, it's back. It's back. Dude, Sorry. Wait, hold He's on. Back. Hold on. Um, Speak. Just, just say hello one sec. D- don't he- just say hi. He- just say- hello. Hi. Okay. So my so, name is Chenji. Okay. So you know, it's every time you difficult. move, every time you move close to the microphone, does that mean that you're out of frame <laughs> in the video? <laughs> because that might be a problem, is, Chenji. Is this how rusty we are? Just kidding. I'm going to hold this now. Okay. There we go. I, ju- I just don't. Wa- I just don't <laughs> want you to be like every time you're talking, you're literally out of frame. <laughs> That's literally the opposite no, of what we want, dude. <laughs> How's it going? Welcome back to the Rise yes. of Spice guys. Uh, we're a little bit rusty. We've had a couple of weeks off. Uh, Change has been away. It, I've, I've been only, away. It's only been two weeks, man. It's Dude, only been two weeks. We've picked the worst two weeks of golf to pick to have a two weeks off. The things that have kicked off in the past two weeks, and we, yeah, you sip your wine, Chenji. <laughs> we have so much to catch up on, so much to unpack. It's it's crazy. There's enough things that happened in the past two weeks that we can fill up like a three-hour episode it's been mad well that's it well that's it though like you know come on we got to save episode 60 for something special though yeah yeah okay that is the worst excuse i've ever heard in my life chenji it's mad right because now the stuff we're going to talk about is pretty much old news but we're going to give our perspective from like nobody golfers uh just your average um, uh, golf consumers, shall we say, we're nobody in the in the golf space, and I feel like the stuff we're going to talk about today, uh, there's some stuff that I probably expected to talk about. There's some stuff that's not expected to talk talk about. Uh, some silly purchases of the week, um, some news, some uh, just there's a bunch of stuff to get over. First thing before we get anywhere, I want to apologize for the last episode because the audio was absolutely terrible because one of us not pointing any points fingers i don't know if you're this way or this way but i'm pointing at chenji if you're watching he forgot <laughs> he, he forgot to plug his microphone in and the audio i don't know if you know this chenji your audio was coming through from your phone so you're using your phone microphone in not your your actual microphone the worst thing is is that you took that massive microphone that you're holding you took it on holiday with you and it was absolutely useless because you forgot to plug it in. Mate, like literally I was away for two weeks. I paid extra for the bags to be carried just because I bought these like bloody headphones. Yeah. Um, and um, this like microphone, which was super, super heavy. Yeah. And guess what? The one bloody re- episode that we record, <laughs> forget to plug it in. No, I've, I swear I've plugged it in because remember when I did the voiceover, I, did, I used this to do the voiceover video and it's worked oh perfectly God, yeah. and I can hear myself, right? I don't know what's happened back then. Anyway, you know, there's a first time for everything. There's yes. a 60th time for everything. I um, just I just hope everything sounds good today. That's what, that's what I'm hoping for. Because it's normally when we have like a couple of weeks off, something goes wrong. Like one of us, like if we forget to press record or I don't know, the camera's off or just something goes off. So I'm hoping everything is going well because we have a lot to talk about. I don't know where we can, I don't know. Where, where do you want to start, Chenji? What, I mean, let's... Let's start with some personal stuff, I guess. You okay. know, like any, have you played any golf? How is life? Okay. Um, okay. Okay. We can do that. Uh, I played golf. Last time I played golf was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago to the day I played golf. Uh, I shot 80. Best round I've, I've ever, I've ever had in my life. You're joking. I could have well, easily. Apart from the fact that you broke 70 in 60, shot 63. What, was it 69? I don't even remember. But I think it was, I think I shot, but that doesn't count because it's a, it was a part 62 course. It was like a very short par three, par four kind of ish course. So that doesn't count. But yeah, I shot AT two weeks ago at Kibworth. Uh, I could have obviously like, that's every every golfer's kind of thing. Like, oh, it could have been better. It could have definitely been better. But I'm so, so happy, dude. Uh, I, I would not take that 80 for granted because um, it, it wasn't like a perfect round. My driving was very good. There was a couple of times where I like, I hit a terrible, terrible, terrible drive, but I recovered really well. So it wasn't like a good, it wasn't like a perfect round where everything was working. I put it, mate, my putting, since we're going to get into this, I don't know what's been happening. I 
don't want to jinx myself. I don't even know. I don't even want to say anything. I don't, I don't know if I should say this. I don't Anything after one, the, the moment you say but, the moment you say but. Oh, Chenji. <laughs> go, go, My go for putting it. Chenji is on absolute fire. Absolute fire. I don't know what switched in my brain, Chenji. I can stand behind the ball and I can read the putt and I know where the ball is going. Now you, you like to people that listening, they're like, yeah, what's wrong with you? Obviously like you can do that. No, no, no guys. Chenji knows. Chenji has played with me hundreds of times. How bad was my putting or is my putting, right? Something has clicked. I don't know what it is. I don't know if my eyes have adjusted to greens or if it's just because I'm practicing. I don't know what it is, but it's something has clicked where I can stand behind the ball and I can kneel down and I can read the putt. Not perfectly, but I'm making some decent putts, dude. Like... Putts that I shouldn't be making. Putts that I would normally three putt. It's a tapping par or like, a, or it's going in. It's madness, Chenji. Absolutely crazy. And if I'm not sure, I'm doing my aim point. Perfect. Everybody's happy. But mate, I don't know, man. Next year, Chenji. Technically. Bro. Technically. Technically. I am officially a single digit handicapper. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You way. can't see. You can't see. Tech, as I'm saying technically, I said it a hundred times. You can't see on my England golf. Because it's winter, you can't put rounds in. Of course you can. Why can't you? Because you can't finish the 18 holes. No, because if the golf course is less than a hundred, uh, if it's a hundred yards or less, then it doesn't count as an official round. Were you joking? I did not know that. Yeah, so all of uh, every Saturday that I play in my club competitions, the obviously the 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 round counts for the competition that I'm playing for my club, but it doesn't go towards my handicap. So for the past six rounds, I haven't shot over eighty-four. Wow. Yes, I'm so excited for next year. I had a lesson today. Everything is going well. Touch wood. Jesus Christ, help me. Oh uh, my God. My, by, if I'm putting scorecards in, let's say March of next year, by April or like beginning of May, the, it will all like a, like a account itself, like the, what do you call it, the handicap to kind of um, fix itself. And yeah. I, sh I don't want to speak too soon, but I am speaking too soon. I should be a single digit handicapper. I should be. If this carries on, I'm having a great run of golf. Bro. So I don't know. We'll see. I know, you, you, know, we'll see. you know what started all of this? The podcast. Shooting a making a birdie on life on Rick Shields. No, well that's not true. <laughs> that's not that's definitely not true. That, that video that with video now would have been a two two minute video. If if we went to do it again. That Bro, video, how many dude, birdies did you, how many birdies did you shoot at Kipworth? Four. You're joking, mate. We'd barely have one birdie amongst the two of us. Like, I know, Chenji. Year. I had probably, I had like three or four birdies, a bunch of pars, and then a couple of like a bogey. Or a like I had like one six or one seven. I had, I think I had a seven on, on a par four, dude. And I so, still so shot Theo, Let me ask you this question. How does it feel to be so much better than this? I still don't feel like I'm better than you, Chenji. I swear to God. I'm not no, even No, but like, how does, it, how does it feel like to be better than like most of us? <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it, I don't feel any different because I, realistically, nobody cares what you shoot apart from yourself. Yeah. Right? So well, yeah, where that, obviously, I'm, obviously, I'd be very happy for you if you broke 80. I'd be over the moon, but it makes no difference to me. Same with you, right? Obviously, you're like, oh, wicked, mate. Like, well done. Good for Dude, you. But exactly. I, super happy for yeah, you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it makes no, no difference to you. Like, obviously, you want to get better at your golf as well, right? Mm -hmm, so for, for sure. me, I, I'm not the, I don't want to be that kind of guy where it's like, oh yeah, I'm so much better than ever. Cause I'm not, I could easily, easily have a 95, like I, I could easily shoot mid nineties, just as easy. I can, I can shoot mid eighties. It's just, that I don't know what it is this past few weeks and, and I'm not playing the same course. We're playing, you know what I'm like, we play different courses every yeah, time yeah, yeah. and it's been, it's been really good and not really good to the point where every shot is perfect. Cause no, cause most shots are not perfect. I'm recovering well and I'm doing, I'm making the right decisions. That's what mm. I'm most proud of. 
the fact that mm. my golf IQ and golf knowledge has it's gone to the next level where I feel confident in my decision-making that I'm making around the golf course. That's what it, that, that's what's hyping, hyping me up the most, I think. So it looks like the putting lesson from Mark Bentley back in May mm. and, the, and the course management lesson from Dane Duffin back in May has finally had its delayed start. I, I, I know. Yeah, right I, I agree with you. And the best, well, the best and worst thing is if I went and had another putting lesson now, and another course, and a couple more course management lessons. It would, it could only get better. Mm. So it's, I don't know, man. It's good. I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy for next year. I'm, sorry, I'm very happy for my golf right now. I'm genuinely looking forward to golf next year. Um, we booked our first golf trip for next year. We're going, I think, February the 9th, We're going to Portugal, um, Villa Mura. I want to say we're playing like the three nicest courses there. I can't wait for that. Chenji, brilliant. Open invitation. But I know what you like. Last minute. Yep literally last minute no but, because to be fair like i may i, I oh, don't yeah, even I, this. this will literally have to be like in the end right because i don't know if i can Travel. um have my visa on time yeah. um for somebody that, that yeah. has a, a work visa and it's a chinese citizen you travel more than the average traveler shall we say dude <laughs> you Wait, just came back um, from a two-week holiday well work working holiday and then if things go to plan you're going again away next week mate can you, like, is there a way of you adding up the miles that you've done this year? I mean, this year was rookie numbers. I probably did, only did, like, what, 40,000, 50,000 miles. But, really? Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, dude, I used to, like, you know, years ago when I used to kind of do a bit of work tra while traveling and working, I was easily doing 120,000 miles a year. No way, dude. I did not know that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. this is, like, a quiet year for you then? Oh, very quiet, yeah. I mean, especially mate. like you know, they're all short. Di they're all short distances, mate. They're all short distances. I know, but it's like every time, like it, like Stell. Whenever, whenever I see Stell, he's like, "Oh, how's Chenji?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's in Mallorca. He's in Spain. He's in Portugal. He's in I don't know. He's in Serbia. He's in France." And, uh, he's, and he's like, "Dude, how?" And I'm like, "I genuinely don't know. Like, I don't know." Single man, Dude. man. That, that's 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 the secret. Bachelor, oh, mid twenties, well, no, or is it mid twenties? Late twenties, mate. I'm about to have, dude, I need to set myself a goal because I'm about to get, I'm about to be 30, yeah? And if my golf doesn't reach a certain level before 30, I feel like it's only going to go downhill after you that need, because, you know, you, life, you know, life happens. You need to um, find yourself a golf wife slash girlfriend, whatever. And then you'll be set for life. Well, have we talked about this topic? We have, I think, you know, do you want to find somebody? Oh, that's true. We have. Let's talk about it again. Let's talk about it again. Let's talk about it again because I've, I think maybe ago. the mentality has changed. It was a while ago because I was like, I think we had a debate back then, right? Like, would you would would you want to have, you know, a girlfriend or a wife or a partner or whatsoever, right? Boyfriend, um, who plays who loves the game of golf just as much as you do, which means that when you play golf, you would play together basically all the time, and um, you know, I. I said at the time that I think that would be like, there's nothing greater than actually, you know, having somebody like that. But then you were like, Theo, that like golf is my safe space. Like yep. this is my, like, this is my. It's my know. me time. It's my boy's time. It's my me to go out, talk about not work. I don't want to talk about business. I don't want to talk about anything. I, I want to maybe slag off the missus a little bit in the night. In, I mean that in a nice way. Um, well, I mean, Theo, let's be very honest with you, right? And this is not because I love Christiana, your wife. Um, I, I don't, I've never heard you That's say true. anything bad about her. That's wife. true. Like, you know I've, what? Honestly, I've, you, I've, I've like, never you said say, a bad word. You say, like, you, you're, saying, you're saying this, but this is absolutely untrue. You're you have true. never yeah, talked right. a single bad thing about your wife while you're right, we're playing you're right. golf. Do you want to <laughs> know? Okay, here's a little off topic. Do you want to know how great my wife is? Go on. I got a, an early Christmas present. Present. No way. Um, by early Christmas present, I mean it was wrapped under the Christmas tree, and I was like, "Please let me." Like a child, I was like, "Please let me open one, please." And she was like, "No, no, no, it's not Christmas." I'm like, "Please, can I open that one?" Even though I knew what it was. You know what she got me, dude? Is it like a thing, or is it like an experience? Oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. Slash. Tiger. Is it, ti is it tiger related? No, it's a thing that is also, an, well, I don't know. It's an experience in itself. I, I don't know if that's it. Make that make sense. Like, how can a thing be an experience? She got me a Chris. I don't know how much you know about Scotty Cameron's Chenji. <laughs> 
Go on. She got me a custom made Scotty Cameron made by Chris Finch. Now, I don't know if you know who Chris Finch is. He's one of the best custom Scotty Cameron putter custom makers ever out there. The guy's an absolute wizard. She went on eBay and found this item. Right. Oh my God. So obviously, we weren't supposed to talk about this right now, but so this is that dude. This is a head cover. Can you see this? Yes. Pure leather. It says Finch from Chris Finch, right? Scotty Cameron, everything, right? You take it out. Classic Santa Fe Scotty Cameron putter. Wait, a new putter? Yes. No way. This is That's what amazing. I got for Christmas, dude. What is dude. life? And then, and then I have the audacity to even lie and say that I would slag my wife at the golf course, which I've never done. This is one of this is one of the, and I'm like, no, like don't, I don't want, I don't need anything. And yeah, she went out and got me this, dude. Is abs, is this is like a work of art, dude. It's so nice. Like I will, I will never ever hit this, and I'm completely fine with it. It's so nice, dude. I'm very happy. Speaking of Chris Finch, I've been in touch with the guy, and I've invited him on the podcast. Yeah, and I'm what hoping, say? I'm hoping he's a busy, busy man, busy, busy, busy guy. I'm hoping to God that he agrees. To, he says to me, yeah, yeah, I'll check out the podcast. Thank you very much for taking interest, an interest in me. And uh, and I'm like, dude, like, you know, um, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's for me to sit down with a person like that, that his job is to make custom putters. Do you know, do you know what he does? Like, you, you can take like an old bang up, banged up putter Mate, he'll make it look brand spanking new. The guy's an absolute wizard. He's incredible at what he does. Dude, that's a piece of art, man. Oh, that's 100%. Like, this, is, this is what I love about golf, right? Yes. Like there's so many enthusiasts out there, yes. right? And they're so skilled with their work. Yes. Like, and, you know, it's not the glamorous, you know, being, you know, Rory McIlroy going around the world, you know, interviews, this and that, playing golf. But it's all these, you know, people behind the scenes in the golf industry, right? That are so good at what they do, yeah. right? Um and I think that's super cool. I know. And uh, hopefully- and that's, I'm, I'm, and that's what we're about. And hopefully like, you know, we can get like a little interview, just talk about the experience. Like, you know, what what got them into this journey, yep. how they first discovered golf. Exactly. You know, I, I, um, think it, I think it'd be really cool. And uh, I would love to go and see like his workshop and see how, mate, oh, that would be so interesting to me. So uh, hopefully, if Chris, if you're listening, please come on the podcast, man. I would appreciate it so much. You have, I think you would have such a cool story. And, uh, and what you probably find boring is probably what we find really, really interesting. So it'd, it'd, it'd be good. Um, you know what we like. What we're like as well when it comes to golf, we're like kids in a little candy shop, right? Hundred so, percent. Like this is and this dude, is and actually, exactly it. I feel like this is what our podcast is actually known about. Sometimes we talk about what we think is boring stuff, or people we assume is boring stuff, but actually, people say that's actually yeah. a really cool take. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. that's what we listen to, yeah, right? Which is brilliant. I know, man. Um, How's it going but, with you? You okay? I, no, I'm okay, but I, I, I feel like. I don't know if I should say this or not. Oh my God. But, say it. Um, okay. It's, it's, oh, I'm going to no. throw a little East, Easter egg out there because again, nothing's guaranteed, but Theo, we are one step closer to potentially playing at Augusta National. What Golf are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking? You can't just say that. Out of every single golf course in the world, this is the <laughs> bottom of the list. I would expect it, like expect it to come out your mouth. Please Wait. elaborate. <laughs> like, I don't want to jinx anything because Jesus again, it's Christ. far from hundred percent because there's certain oh my God, changes. Chenji, man. Do you know what the worst thing is? Before you carry on, whatever comes out your mouth next, I, I'm not even surprised. You're you're that guy that's like, oh yeah, I managed to get around at Augusta. I'm not like, who do you know that's a member there? Please. So I don't know a person who was a member there, but I know somebody working for a company that holds one of the very, very, very few corporate memberships at Augusta National Golf Club. Champion. Who can secure tickets and get rounds to play at Augusta National. Please tell me you have some sort of details. The people want to hear the details, Chenji. Can you speak? I don't, I think, I think the details is too early to say right now, but... All I will say is that it's on the horizon. I think this is the first time in my life <laughs> that I felt like 
after hearing this, somebody, it was like a casual conversation, meeting up with a new friend, right? And um, um, also like a wine lover. So, um, and it was like, uh, I couldn't even say, I don't know what to say because I was like, what, what, how can you react? Like, yeah, I'm not uh, going to yeah, be just yeah. like, oh, I mean, like, can you just bring me off around? Like, you know, but at the same time, oh it's like, um, hello, like, can you get me on for a round? Um, but yeah, as I said, there's like, you know, certain changes, you know, with them, you know, because he might not be working for the company anymore, like blah, 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 blah. But, you know, but I genuinely think that we are one step closer to um, playing at Augusta National. Do you know what the club, worst thing which is? Begs the que- which begs the question that I've had. If somebody gave me the choice of, would you rather, like, would you rather be playing like normal golf for the rest of your life? You know, your golf course doing whatever you do. Or would you have like a round at Augusta National and then basically not play for many, many, like many, many years? It's actually, let's just do that. I mean, I probably wouldn't give up golf for like the whole, all of my life just for one round there. But I would, I would give up golf for five years if I can play once no. at Augusta National. No, mate, I'm sorry. Five years without golf just to play once. I get, I get it. It's Augusta. I get it. No, because it's not worth five years. I, for me, it's worth five years. No, it's it's definitely worth a lot, a lot. Five years of no golf, dude. Yeah, I don't know, man. Let us know in the comments. Like, what what would you do? What would you do to play? What would you give up? Yes. What like, would you give up to play let, around at Augusta National? Like, let's take money out of this, right? Yes. Not money, yeah, right? But money. like, what would you give up? And we feel like I feel like there should be like a clip and we just like oh, yeah, leave 100%. the comments like what would you what would you give up what would you give to up play to play around? Augusta National please let us know in the comments it's it's not money we don't want to know here oh I would I would give uh, my right leg no no like something genuine shall we say like I would yeah. give up um, I don't know what would I give to play I would I don't know if this is a good one I would play with like Sports Direct. 20 pound Slazinger clubs and, and risk playing terrible golf to play. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a, if that's a good one or not. Top of my head. Uh, what would else would I give up? What would I give up? My Scotty Cameron collection. I would give up. I, I would happily give up that to play at Augusta hundred percent. I mean, I, w- I would literally give up. I mean, I think to me, this I've is got like a good one big, for you. Right? I have a good one for oh, go you. On. Go on, I have go a on. good one for you. Would you, this is going to make you sound a lot worse than what it actually is. Oh no. Would you, you give, up give up drinking alcohol for two years to play Augusta National? 100% without doubt. Really? 100%. It, this makes you sound like an alcoholic, which you're not. But I'm, I know I mean, you like This does make drink. me sound like an alcoholic, but you know, let me just kind of have a drink. <laughs> Where he changes looking right now is the shelf covered in like alcohol. <laughs> and like top shelf alcohol. <laughs> Wow, dude, that's that's very interesting. Um, that's that's very cool. The fact that kind you of have... like I guess I know, but like again, I don't want to elaborate too much onto this. No, no, no. But, you no know, I, I'm we'll, r- I'd rather you don't. All, all we do, yes, all we do. But I will say, like, just tickling your hopes a little bit, right? Okay, you know, just tickling your that's hopes. Fine. Okay, um, but what? I, but I will say, like, also, I think, like, I think a few weeks was it like a week ago, two weeks ago, I discovered this like Instagram or TikTok account of somebody trying to get on. Augusta National. I saw this. Please remind me. What, what was this? Uh, is, is this like I actually forgot, one? but there was a guy. There yes. was like day, exactly, it was like day one, day two videos, yes. right? Which I think is getting a lot of traction these days a lot on of traction. social media. A lot of right? traction. And he was like day one of trying to get into, um, uh, day one of trying to play at Augusta National Golf Club. Day two of trying to yeah. play Augusta National Golf Club. It was a Canadian guy. Yeah. And I remember the last clip that I saw was him somehow getting in touch with Mike Weir, who yeah. won at- Yes, um, the Masters, right? But who is not a member, but I guess you know, who gave him actually tickets to go see the practice rounds for the next Masters, yeah. right? Where he'll probably meet, get to know, meet some people. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Very cool. And uh, like I, what I was seeing is also like, I think the following video that I saw of him, obviously I got, really got my interest and I looked at the whole account. And then day now on day 10, he released a video saying that actually he got offered like in his DMs to play as a member's guest at Augusta cool. National, but, 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 but here's a but. Okay. He had to actually pay money for it. And this wasn't like, oh, like a member, like a member's guest round, which is like what, even a hundred dollars, $200. I mean, we would happily pay that, right? This was, 
if you'd paid me $50,000, I will bring you on as a member's guest to play at Augusta National Golf Club. Is that allowed? I have, dude, that sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? That, I don't think that's but, allowed. But if you like, you know, if you go to his account, actually, I can't, I can't remember his account anymore, but I'm sure we can like look it up. But on day 10, I think he actually makes a video of it saying that he basically got, he already got an offer to play, but at 50,000 pounds. And at that amount, it's like, I feel like this just wouldn't be genuine. Oh, like, I, I completely um, agree. And that, that, that yeah. defeats the purpose of the video of the whole account. Well, ex yeah, Wait, exactly. No, exactly. that, that so, can't be real, but, dude. As yeah, in but I know I, I read that. I'm like, dude, and kind of like, he's got a lot of followers right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is and Augustus probably going to find out, and it's like it's not that hard to kind of like check, kind of like an internal review of like all the members and what you know kind of guests they've been bringing in. That's true. Um, but like, I guess if you're a member there, you can make a lot of money, and then you would think that all the members there are like the super, 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 super wealthy, and obviously a lot of them are, including Bill Gates, right? But I guess you'd still have some of these legacy golf members who I guess you know, you know. I know, Probably but wealthy, I I, but I feel fifty thousand dollars is. If you think about it, to become if if you mention to Augusta that you want to be a member, you automatically are banned like to, from becoming a member. That's like a thing, like that's like a myth, but which I think is true. If you go and say, "Oh, how can I be a member at Augusta?" They're like, well, you just you you just ruin your chances. Like you have no chance now. I don't think Augusta will allow members to charge guests to play golf at Augusta. I don't think Definitely that's allowed. Not. I don't, I Definitely don't, I, I don't, I, because knowing how strict Augusta is, I don't think it's happening. The funny thing yeah, out of all of this- It was so interesting to read this though. Oh, like, 100%. You know, some, like but dude, 50, you should ask, ask the guy like you and, know. And you know, as I, as I have no life, I obviously like, you know, I like to scroll through comments, right? Yeah. And then there was a guy the in the comment bit. section saying that I will hook, hook me up and I will pay your 50,000. Yeah. I bet there's people <laughs> so out there that would actually that pay that guy is money. willing to spend a hundred thousand, right? So 50,000 to pay that guy and 50,000 yeah. for his own tea time to get on to play Augusta. And uh, I guess, you know, if you're like a billionaire, but cares? you don't know. That's, that's penis like, to you. That's peanuts to me. It's yeah. like, you know, that's a hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. to us. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. Do you know what? Um, the, the funny thing is, I could genuinely next year ch see Chenji go on like a two-week American holiday and then he comes back from the, from, the, from the holiday and he goes to me, dude, I played Augusta. And I'm like, no, you didn't. And then he's like, no, no, I did. And I'm like, no, you didn't. And, and then he'll, he showed me like little souvenirs that he got from the shop. And I'm like, Chenji, I don't believe you. And I would, and, and I won't believe you because you cannot use your phone. You cannot take pictures. So it's Correct. that thing of you're going and experiencing the greatest golf course on the planet and the most exclusive golf course on the planet and you cannot take any pictures. So it's almost like a memory that you have to almost keep to yourself because nobody would believe you that you played at Augusta. Unless but I was it's such a valuable you. thing in this like modern day and age, isn't it? Hundred percent. Like whereas you know any sort of like you know cool, famous or whatsoever thing you know gets documented way over. You go to a concert, right? Everybody has a phone out, right? You go to like a you know a nice scenery, like a nice place. Everybody yeah, has a phone I, I, out. Yeah. Augusta National is the one place where it's basically the mecca of gold. Yes. Where 19, and it's not even the mecca because I guess everyone can go to mecca, but it's like basically the, I don't know, the unreachable thing of golf yeah. that pe most people never, ever, ever get to like actually experience. But once you're actually there and experiencing it, there is no way that you can actually document this. It's lonely lives in your head and whoever you're playing with. Do you and think I think that's super valuable. And, and this is the thing for you. I would not play there myself. Like I would call you right I've, i hope you, you would. do but then again if, if you if you couldn't manage that because he's a friend of a friend of a friend surely you can't pull those strings to be like hey i want to play become a friend but we do a podcast with come with me as well <laughs> look but that's but, uh, but i think they would probably i mean unless they say no which i'd be like i mean obviously sorry mate yeah i love you but you know if somebody offers me the chance I, to play Augusta, I mean like you know but, yeah but 100 percent. but i think this this actually makes us inseparable because you know we actually have that podcast connection right not because you're just a friend yes right like you know we do this like this is our golf thing and you know i already get comments all the time from people that yeah. our podcast is super cool yeah so like you know I, this would literally give us as a group yes a much better chance even if it's like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend yeah to actually group us together and then go play at augusta national golf course i agree what would annoy me though is if i would completely understand if you can't get me on what would annoy me is if instead of inviting me, you invited a different friend. Deep down, that would hurt me, <laughs> but, but I understand. 
hundred percent. But okay, <laughs> uh, a little segue. Speaking of um, playing in incredible golf courses, I have signed us up to do and uh, to have an experience that not even Tiger Woods has experienced. Your name is down. I've filled out the forms today. I have signed us up to play the old course in reverse. Yes. Oh, no way. You're joking. Yes. I did that this morning. So this morning. Bro, this I episode was full of like East. Like we thought <laughs> we'd be talking this whole episode about like the latest, all the big news that's Dude, been happening. It's been, we've been Goal. doing this podcast for half an hour. We haven't even touched the surface <laughs> of the bullet points. That, that. We, we've just been like topics. kind of surprising each other with things that were like... <laughs> This is what happens when, when we haven't when we don't do a podcast for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, for whoever doesn't know, um, the the old course at St Andrews is played. The eighteen holes that you play at the old course that that is not the traditional way that old Tom Morris has um, designed the golf course to be played. Um, the there's a reverse order basically where you play almost backwards, where you play from the first tee to the eighteenth green. And then the second tee to the 17th green or the 16th. It's it's just it's a it's a it's a different layout basically. This happens once a year, and it happens on a Sunday where every Sunday at St Andrews every golf course is closed. Now this is the first time that I'm hearing that that you can actually sign up to be in in with the chance of being a part of this incredible experience. Right? I didn't know you could. I thought it was like invite only. And you know it is what it is. Tiger Woods, he said, if he if there's videos out there where Tiger where he gets at Tiger Woods gets asked what is the one thing um, that you want to achieve in golf, and the one thing that he always always says is playing the old course in reverse. Even he hasn't managed to do this. Why I don't know, but I saw on the old course Instagram account that you can sign up, like enter the ballot basically to um, hopefully get picked to play the old course in reverse. I uh, the the um, the opening days is today and tomorrow, so by the time this podcast comes out, it's too late. Sorry, guys, you can't apply. Uh, and to be honest with you, selfishly, I wouldn't want more people to apply, so I wouldn't advertise this. I want I want to be able to experience it with, with my friends. Uh, so I've signed four of us up: me, you, Jack, and Stell. I had to fill out all the really? all the like forms and your handicap and like where you play and blah 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 and your all of the details. Um, and the package is, is not only you play the old course in reverse, I think it's like a weekend thing. So it's on wow. Saturday, you play the old course normal on Sunday, you play the old course in reverse. And I think on Monday you play the castle course. The price is not actually that bad. I think it's like 570 pounds. And in that Good 570 pounds, you play three rounds at St. Andrews and you get drinks and food included. And I'm like, that's an absolute bargain. So I don't know. I don't want to, again, dude, little tickle, just like you're giving me a little tickle. I'm also giving a little tickle. Oh my God. It's not dude, as my... exciting as obviously Augusta, but playing the no, old dude, course in reverse, on. dude, that is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's incredible. Mate, in, in a way that's like even more rare because like, when are you going to do that? Right. So yeah, that's incredible. I didn't even know that they do. I don't even imagine. know if it's the first time that, that, that dude, they, uh, I've got like goosebumps because like of all the tickles. Yeah. Like... I've got goosebumps as well. I'm not going to lie. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I'm, I'm just letting you know, I've signed this up. I think on the 18th of December, the, the results come out. So not next episode, the episode after, I'll, I could tell you if we're in. And it's in March, I think. It's either March or April of next year. So we've got loads of time to plan and sort everything out. Dude. Amazing. Amazing. Right. I think that's it, dude. Half an hour of catch up. Thank you, thank you guys for listening. He's like, no, I'm joking. So <laughs> John Rahm signed for live for $600 million. Bro, I've been thinking about this over the last weekend, right? I'm and, a little bit uh, depressed. To be fair, why are you depressed? I think it makes huge sense for him. Oh, it makes huge sense for him. It's just, no, like, it's look, just imagine like 600 million, dude. Like, give me a little bit of that. Liv. No, because, okay, look, it's not even about the money anymore. I mean, of course it's about the money. Right? <laughs> Mate, it's all about the money. It is all about the money, but if you think about it, this is like a win-win situation, right? Because he is going to go back and, I mean, he he's just won the Masters, right? Yep. So he's going to play at the Masters forever and ever and ever, yep. right? 
He gets five-year exemptions at all the other majors. So, you know, he'll be there for sure for five years. And let's be honest, like the majors where it's at, like, you know, would you really want to be watching the Fortinet like championship, right? Um, so he'll for sure be leaving a legacy, like be competing, right, for the majors, yeah, every single year for at least the next five years. What's going to happen in the next five years? I mean, do people already forget that like a couple of months ago, the PGA and Lyft did like a whole agreement, right? To say like, you know, we're going to drop our lawsuits. We're going to rekindle our relationship. We're going to find a way to work together and like, you know, do like a joint thing. Yeah. Right. Like actually from, from like that kind of perspective, there is no more like, you know, us versus them. They're already like finding a way to kind of like, you know, work together. Right. So what really is going to happen, and I'm sure one of the reasons John Rahm signed is like Greg Norman or whatever, like, you know, they said that, you know, we're going to change the format, you know, we're going to start, you know, it's in the pipeline that, you know, all of our live players are going to get the world ranking points, right? Um, and for him, again, it just feels like, you know, it's a, it's, it's a no brainer to take the money, right? Play all the majors and probably within two years, right? The two tours are going to like, you know, not merge into one, but they're going to be like, you know, some kind of relationship going on whereby you can play in like across of each other's events. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, especially if you're like one of the best players in the world. Let, yeah. yeah. Let, let, let me ask you this, right? I just thought of this. Live Golf obviously know a lot and the PGA Tour obviously know a lot more behind the scenes that we do. Like we know zero, like not just us as average i don't know golf fans like even pga professionals that play on the pga tour don't know any more details than we do i'm guessing they might know a little bits and pieces but i don't think they know as much as we think they know right yeah if live golf and it knows that at some point in the next year or two years is going to merge with the pga tour and they're going to get world ranking points why are they still throwing so much money at players? They could easily go to players and say, guys, listen, Chenji, listen, I want you to play for, for, for me, for the Crushers team, right? I promise you that in the next year or two years, you are going to get world ranking points if you play for Liv. I'm, I can't give you $600 million, but I can, eat, I can give you $100 million. I can give you $50 million. You, so the worst thing is you come over to live, you get paid $100 million, you play for us for two years, and I promise you it's in the contract that we're working on it for the, in the next year, 18 months, 24 months, you will get world ranking points and you will be able to play and qualify for the Masters. Are you in or are you out? Why are, are they still chucking so much money at players? I, I don't think they need to. It's the same reason why Inter Miami bought Messi, even though he's in the twilight of his career. It's buying a brand value. It's buying validation. It's buying public opinion. It's buying people to watch the game, right? But I think, it's, I think they can do buying, that with way less money. Yeah, but again, first of all, money is kind of fake to them because it's backed by bloody oil. They've got unlimited money, Man, right? Crazy. And and second, like, you know, how many things in life can you actually buy? This is one of those things that you can't just kind of like buy. Like how many years has PGA taken to build up the PGA Tour brand, right? Yeah. To build up a roster of, you know, Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Bobby Jones, all the old boys. It's taken them literally like hundred, uh, over a hundred years yeah. to get to where they are. If somebody can tell you, you can reach a certain level and then you can be on level par with like a tour, like a brand that's been established for a hundred years for a friendly prize of like a billion dollars. And if you have a billion, if a million billion dollars to you means like, oh, just pump some more oil, right? Yeah. You would hundred percent do it, wouldn't you? It's crazy, man. So much money. Like, cause, that, cause that brand building is so hard, right? But if you get all these players that all of a sudden come, you know, they get a chance to build like a hundred year old brand within like two or three years. It's crazy. Right? Do you know what, um, what the worst thing is? By the end of this, when the merger actually goes through, I feel like PGA will be lucky to be a part of Live, not the other way around. Because at this point, it, the closer it gets to Live and PGA merging, I feel like the more players we're going to see going from PGA to Live, and yeah, almost PGA. 100%. Where two years ago, PGA were like, "Oh, we're the big boys. We don't care how much money you're throwing. We're still the top dogs." In two years' time, I guarantee you, Live will have so many more better players in their league than the PGA Tour. 
where the PGA Tour will be lucky to be a part of Live, just to have some 100%. sort of um, co-op thing going on. Some sort of like, 100%. you know. So it's it's crazy how the tables are going to turn. I feel like it's the tables are turning and it's it's a lot sooner than we think. Have you heard? It, Tony Fina and Tyrrell and Tyrrell Hatton are like the next signings for the Live Golf. It's no brain. Look at Tyrrell Hatton, right? Like his closest mates are there already. Not only that, though, like you said earlier, with John Rahm, it makes complete sense. You've won the Masters. You can play in all the majors for the next four years. Uh, and you're only going to be playing uh, now 18 rounds of golf or 18 competitions, 14 with Live and four majors. So you're, you're only playing 18 uh, events per year instead of, let's say, at least 36, at least 40, right? And yeah. less stress on your body, less stress on your family. Le uh, uh, you're always with your family. You're less uh, time uh, traveling, whatever, whatever. It's it's only pluses for for John, for John Rahm. But for someone like Tyrrell Hatton or, or Tony Finau that are trying to get qualified for majors and trying to win the big trophies, like for example, Tony Finau, you know as well as I do, he's one of my favorite players of all time. I love Tony Finau. Um, he's not won a major. So yes, the incentive of money is great. He's got like nine kids, if I'm not mistaken, or like eight kids. Well, exactly. They're that, not going to feed themselves, actually, are they? They actually travel with him on every single week. I follow his wife on TikTok. It's, it's amazing. Greatest TikTok account. The behind the scenes that I, I get to see, it's amazing. I, lo I, I love, I love her, what do you call it? I, lo I love her, Insta her TikTok account. But yeah, it's, but then again, if you sign for live, yes, you're going to get a nice big fat check. But what's the guarantee that you're going to be able to qualify for majors? Tyrrell Hatton is going to struggle. So unless there's like a um, what, like a plan in place where you're guaranteed to get points or whatever. I don't know, but man. You know, you know what I think is going to happen next, right? Because you know what John Rum said, like, you know, what's his biggest sort of decision in terms of like, you know, not taking the deal. And, you know, without hesitation, he said the Ryder Cup. So, you know what's going to happen? Liv is going to like try to poach a lot of the rosters, the, especially the current, like the, what, this year's Ryder Cup roster to join, to really tempt them to join into Liv. Because what's going to happen if 2020... Um, uh, when, when's, when's the next one 2025 arrives right and you've got John Rahm like this year was like you know what John, everybody there right yeah. you've got John Rahm who's now like away Rory will not obviously join yeah. like most likely he will not join right but you've got people like Bobby you know Bobby McIntyre you know he'll probably be made an offer already right oh mate, um, all, they've all been made offers Tyrrell, yeah, for sure. But Tyrrell Hatton, if he joins, like that's going to be pretty big, right? Matt Fitzpatrick, you know, not sure, but I can definitely see him joining Liv. Again, Matt you know, Fitzpatrick, he, he won the US Open, didn't he? So he still has three years left to play every major. Yeah, exactly. And I think he can play 10 years US Open, I think, or something like that. And look, Ludwig Orberg, I think he's a super interesting case. He's won on the PGA Tour, okay? He's won on the DP World Tour. He's a proven tour winner. Let me tell you something. But he's young, so exactly. like, I think he's a super fascinating case. I completely, I was about to say exactly the same thing. I wouldn't be surprised. You know how um, Michael It's Jordan, like a game of chess. Right, listen right? to this. Because yes, you're, you're, you've said it perfectly. So you know how when Nike first started, the first like massive uh, uh, player that they signed up was Michael Jordan. Nike was nothing back in the 80s or whenever it was. Michael Jordan was like the new fresh kid out the block, new young rookie superstar that, was good, that had a massive future ahead of him. Nike was like a running shoe, not even a basketball shoe. And they put everything towards Michael Jordan. <clears throat> Sorry. Michael Jordan didn't even want to go to the interview with Nike. He wanted to sign with like, I think it was Adidas or Reebok or somebody. His mom said, out of respect for, for these people, because they've made you an offer, just go and see, see them and say, no, thank you. They ended up obviously signing Michael Jordan and the rest is absolute history. Michael Jordan, you can't think of Nike without Michael Jordan. You can't think of Michael Jordan without Nike. Nike took a massive gamble on Michael Jordan. Obviously, obviously it's paid off, right? One of the biggest companies in the world. If Liv decide to make that same approach with Ludwig Aberg, which we all think that he's the next golf superstar, I think they would, they would oh my God, I think the deal for Ludwig might be bigger than John Rahm's. Interesting. What Super you, interesting. I don't know, man. 
Because if I Dude, feel like I, I think if, at this point in time, I don't even think they've made him an offer yet because they like they know he's young. He wants to prove himself on the PGA Tour, the established. Why? Giant, okay, let, let, right? let's stop, but stop, stop. Now, Why do you want to prove yourself to the PGA Tour? Doesn't matter. Like I think it's it's in your head because you can't just like you know it's in his head that okay I'm gonna like play good golf right and then I'm gonna go into like an American university right who's gonna sign me up and then I'm gonna win tournaments in there and then I'm gonna like go to the PGA tour and then I'm gonna win like the majors and I'm gonna win like all the because he hasn't won a major yet no. right so he wants to go through that process like in my opinion whereas if he went now to live in his head it's like you know I've already made a bunch of money right. Um, you know, probably hire a good financial advisor who can like you know, keep it safe. So like all, all I'm focused on is trying to win majors. But if all of a sudden you're telling me right now that I can't play in the majors for like a couple of years, potentially at least, I'll be like, actually, that money is not that important to me. I'd rather do this. And I know that you're probably going to make me an offer again in the next couple of years, right? If I play really, really well. Um, that's interesting. going to that's very, but what's going to happen. A, a, but what's going to happen is they've now signed like a big guy like John Rahm. Right, um, and they basically destroyed the DP World Tour. You, you can see, like in the last, in the, in the beginning of the 2024 season for DP World Tour, the first, like the four, like there's been five events now. Four of them have been won by current Lift Tour members. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, Burmester, um, Joaquin Neiman, right? Burmester was won twice, um, and then Joaquin Neiman, and then just now, last weekend, actually today, by uh, Louis. Louis yeah. Osthausen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they basically destroyed DP World Tour, right? They're poaching the biggest names in PGA Tour, right? If they poach Till Hatton or the, like the older, older, you know, like the Ryder Cup guys, right? And yeah. then they're going to basically force the Ryder Cup to accept the fact that they're going to have to take live players. And at that point, if they make an offer to Ludwig Orberg, there's no, like, they can basically come out, like go into the room with the dicks out, Right, yeah. and say like we can pretty much promise you that you're going to be playing in the Ryder Cup, you're going to be playing in the majors, right? Because we're essentially going to swallow the PGA Tour. <laughs> what you're saying makes complete complete sense. Like from from that kind of perspective, yeah. But obviously, like you know, you can't just defeat like the PGA Tour, like you know, like that. But like, but once you have everything to offer, not just the money, but everything else as well, you can't say no. That's an offer you can't say no to. It's so interesting, man. I can't wait. Do, do you know what it is, right? Do you know what I'm happy with? The fact that we started this podcast a year and a half ago and golf is going to take off, dude. Golf is going to be such a huge topic in every, like, in everybody's household, not just us as golfers. I feel like golf is going to take, not take over, obviously. It's not going to take over any, any like, football or, you know, all, all of these massive sports. But I feel like there's so much about to kick off that we're going to have like an endless amount of content to talk about. <laughs> it's just mm. so easy for us to kind of talk about all this stuff because there's so much going on. It's not, it's not boring anymore. It's crazy. No, no, because there's hype about it, right? There's, there's like cool hype. people associated with it. There's cool brands associated with it, right? Like 10 years ago, like TaylorMade, Callaway, Ping, they made boring clubs, they made yeah. boring marketing to your average, boring, rich, white dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But now you've got Taylor Made and Callaway sponsoring Good Good and all the, yeah. you know, all the influencers. Yeah, it's right? crazy. You've got Rick Shields being like, you know, represented by brands. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's mad how much money they're throwing. And I feel like they should probably throw more money at influencers than actual professional golfers because well, i feel well, like that's exactly what callaway's doing yeah you know it's a big it's, brand and that's why they're so big in the u.s yeah. for like you know young people yeah 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 uh, speaking of callaway i i heard this is a rumor that apparently part of the of john ram's deal was that callaway owns a piece of john ram's team that he's going to create for live golf and apparently because i didn't know this um callaway owns travis matthews the apparel yep, brand. They do. I did. I did not yep. know that. Keep in mind, Callaway. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I did not know this. I wish I had it in front of me. Callaway own like seven, eight different brands. Like very top well. golf. Top golf. Um, Travis Matthews. Travis Matthews. Odyssey, obviously. Um, Callaway. Um, Odyssey. The, Callaway. There's loads. There, there's, um, there's like at least another four or five there's more. A there's, a, there's a shoe brand they definitely own. Um, I'm not sure, but, but the point something. is basically what what the the plan is is that Callaway is going to own a piece of John Rahm's uh, team on Live, And what's going to happen is they will try and push uh, Travis Matthews' clothing 
into live so that so that they can finally have like proper sponsors and not just majestics you know i will say bro i invested in callaway i bought callaway stock like a mo- like i don't know half a year ago maybe like a year ago so and they lost me a- they lost me so much bloody Dude, money. You're down bought, 40%. Mate, I'm down 40%. I lost, I mean, to be fair, you know, it's a decent amount of money, but Dude, I lost I over a thousand pounds because year. of my passion. Every time I put money into the stock market because of my passion, yeah, yeah I lose money. I think I think I lose go, money. Mate, honestly, I would, in a year's time or two years time, I feel like Callaway is going to go right back up. Speaking of that's golf what I th- brands, that's what I thought when they bought Top Golf, and then all that happened after they bought Top Golf was like went all the way down. I know, man. Speaking of golf brands, Kirkland have released their own irons. I saw that, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to be snobby. Apart from the Kirkland signature logo, which looks horrible. The actual club itself looks half decent. It's like a craft. You know what you can do? You can just spray paint it like black, make it into all black, and it looks super sick. Yeah. It looks like a craft between the, the P790 and the T200s. It looks like the 2019 version of the uh, P790. Yeah. It, they, they actually look decent, and apparently they're pretty decent. They're very affordable. Um, where is it? In November 2023, a brand new Kirkland Signature driver appeared on the USGA's list. Uh, conforming driver heads, and prior to that, a set of irons also appeared on that list. So basically, if you want to release products like a golf equipment, got a balls, um, and um, what do you call it, like irons and drivers and wedges and all that stuff, you have to. Um, I don't. I don't want to say this wrong, but you have to um, put it through to a USGA list uh, so that the USGA can inspect it to make sure that it's legal and it's. That, that's right, right. That it's legal. It's approved for tournament use, yeah, right? Yeah, to so, for, ter- for tournament yeah. use and for us to kind of play. Because, to you know, use, the club sorry. heads can't be a certain size. Yes. You know, you can't, your shaft's length yes. can't be a certain length. Yes. You know, all that kind yes. of stuff, right? So, so. Um, once it's on that list, it's like official that you're working on something. For example, Good Good were working on making their own ball. And it was like this, this was way before Callaway and the Good Good Boys like splitting up and some went to TaylorMade and some went to Callaway. Way before that, they were working for years on developing their own ball so they can sell, which I think for them, it's a no brainer, dude. Like they have the biggest golf brand in in the world like right now. Young people golf, basically. Young pe- yeah, the yeah, amount yeah, of people sure. that they've attracted to golf is unbelievable. They're massive, right? And then they get signed to Callaway. And then I'm, I think what they did, they scrapped that, the own ball kind of thing. And then um, obviously they made a ball with Callaway. But it's it, the way we found out about this is through this USGA list. So it's, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot of things kicking off, man. But it's, um, it's pretty cool. It's, it's, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on. Bro, one thing we have to mention, because, you know, we kind of like, you know, mentioned it like a few episodes ago, which was kind of a secret at the time, but we haven't oh said it God. now. It's, mate, Chenji, dude. Chenji, okay, Easter egg. If you listen to the last episode until right at the end, I said that Live Golf might be coming to a golf course near you. The original video, Chenji, I, I, I didn't tell you this. No, it wasn't the last episode. No, I think it was the last episode. No, it was the last episode yeah, because I was shut. I was sh- like, basically, like I was, I was shattered because you said we were going to publish it. Yeah. Right, because the you know my audio was so bad. Yes. But that's the episode we mentioned. This like Easter egg, the yes. fact that we couldn't say it, but we knew ahead of time. Yeah. Something, something was going to happen, and we said something, something was going to happen. Yeah. And then, literally, like two days afterwards. We, it was, the they, news they, got released. So that but, was when I was editing, editing the podcast, I cut that bit out where I said Liv might be coming to a golf course near you. Because I didn't want to get anybody in trouble. And then uh, I released the video on YouTube on the Wednesday and obviously the audio version. But then what happened was there was a problem with the actual video clip and I had to take it out and then re-upload it. By the time I, I took it off and re-uploaded it, the news broke out. So I went back That's into crazy. Adobe and I edited it and I left that bit in. So I put it back in and the news was that JCB will be hosting Live Golf next year, which is unbelievable. We've known, uh, not a while, probably sooner than the way before it came out in news. Um, I don't want to say where we've found out from. Uh, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. (laughs) Shout out to you if you're listening. I know you're listening. I don't want to say anything more, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we we've known we couldn't obviously say anything. But I was so excited. The first thing I did, I went and told my wife. I was like, "Listen, just so you know, end of July next year. I don't care what's happening. 
I will be at JCB for the entire week. She was like, why? Because Live Golf is going to JCB. She's like, who? What's like, who's Live Golf? And I'm like, okay, don't worry who's, about it. Who's this? Who's Live? Who's Live? <laughs> who's this Live person you're talking about? <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I, I've already signed the papers for me to be a greenkeeper for next year, dude. You're joking. I swear you? to God. Two days after the announcement, um, I messaged Callum saying, dude, congrats. Callum is the head greenkeeper um, at JCB. And I said, dude, congratulations. I'm so happy for you guys. Can't wait to come back next year. He was like, yeah, great. It's, you know, it's great news, whatever. I'm guessing he's like stressing the hell out right now, as is, as is everyone at JCB. For sure. And um, uh, about two days later, I get an email from um, a person that works at JCB saying, hey, just wondering if you're interested, if you're still interested. To, uh, doing it. Yeah, so I got the Google Forms. I signed all of them out. I put every single day down and I will be there from, uh, even if it's two weeks, I don't care. I will be there for as long as I can helping out on the golf course that Bryson DeChambeau, John Rahm, Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, like Dustin Johnson, Cam Smith. Dude, I got goosebumps. I can't believe that. Dude, that's going to be sick. Players... Dude, you know, we, oh. we need to do something like, you know, you need to take like two days off or something. We need to hopefully like, you know, just ask JCB nicely to see if we can be the local podcast to be like the media or something. Because we're local. <sighs> I want to say there's no chance. Name another podcast within like 20, 30 miles of JCB about golf. I feel like the, the what, what do you call it? The priority would be Rick Shields. Well, yes, of course, Rick Shields is going to be there. But I, right? I, I feel like we should. But they're going to have more people like media. We should just do it. I, I, I will ask. I will, I will put that forward. I don't think it's going to happen, Chenji. I feel like. The last thing if they want ask, is two crazy passionate get, golfers running around live. Hey, Bryson, good morning, mate. You know, all that stuff. Dude, I think at this point, if you watch all of our videos and everything, you can see like, you know, this is not just like, you know, a bunch of unprofessionals, right? Yes. Obviously we are amateurs, amateur golfers. Yes. But in terms of like quality and everything. Oh, big time, dude. The we production. Could... I mean, look at Theo. Like, you know, he's editing it like an absolute pro, right? I'm trying. He could easily do this as a full-time I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. JCB, I know some of you are listening because I, I know for a fact you're listening. This is my offer. I will be there for the whole week for free as I have been for the past two, three years, helping out as a greenkeeper. I don't want to talk bad about your social media team, but it could be a little bit better. I would happily be there as a, as a greenkeeper volunteer. And when I finish all my greenkeeping duties, I will do everything that needs to be done social media wise to post on your, on your social media. Now I understand that Liv might take over your, your, your account. That's completely fine. Um, I will do whatever it takes to be part of your team for that week that you'll be hosting Liv. In return, I want access all areas and maybe a cheeky round of golf for me and Chenji. That's all I'm asking. That is so doable guys. That is so. That is nothing to you guys. I will. I well, promise you. I will deliver a product better than, than what you have now. I think that's. I think that's a good deal. Please absolutely. get in touch. And, you know, slice, hopefully we, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to make a clip what, out of this. What 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 Theo tagging, said? Yeah, what Theo <laughs> said. <laughs> I'm going to make a clip out of this and I'm going to tag JCB. Here we go. You heard it here first. Uh, Wait, I mean, the last time you text somebody, a magic package arrived in my house. Dude, I still need to get the package. I'm glad. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I'm glad the, the, the G4 stuff is for like next year, but I need to come over and, and I don't know when and, and kind of get it. But oh my God, dude, uh, I can't wait to see it. Bro. Um, uh, that is it, dude. Man. We, that is an exactly one hour. We've smashed this, ap this episode. Bro, like this, this episode. Episode 60. I'm going to say this, episode 60, I feel like this is my favorite episode that we've ever done. Pretty good. It's, Pretty it's, damn been, good. it's been an hour of nonstop great conversation. I could be Didn't have to wrong. think about anything. We're no. just talking. Well, like, you, you didn't think, I've, I've, I was going through off, uh, what do you call it? Lists. <laughs> Dude, we've got like the most sort of like polarized personalities in terms of how we approach this podcast you're like i think it's, it's just the way planner. we approach life in general dude you turn up for <laughs> two minutes before tea time and i'm there an hour and a half uh, eating a bacon sandwich and smashing balls <laughs> and don't forget 20 minutes in the toilet as well oh, 20 minutes in the toilet as well yeah right guys thank you so much for listening 
Please like and subscribe. Um, we've got another, uh, I, I don't know, are we, are we missing? No, we're doing an episode next week. Yeah. So and the then next probably few like weeks, gonna break it off for Christmas. Yeah, the next few weeks are a bit weird because of Chenji going away again, um, work and all this like Christmas breaks and all that kind of stuff, you know, all that stuff. So I don't know how consistent we're gonna be, but um, I do have a really, really hot topic that I really wanna talk about. But that has to be the last episode of the year or maybe the first episode of next year, which is how much money did I spend on golf? Oh my God. In 2023. I have done the oh maths. My God. I have the spreadsheets. Oh my God. I've been God. working on this for one year. So that Dude, is- Dude, well, I, I need to know this. Yes. So um, I don't know where Chenji's gone, but I'm hoping, is your camera still recording? My camera's- Don't, no, no. Chenji, please don't do this to me. I'm sorry, mate. You're lying. You're lying. My my camera's not in record. Okay, you're lying. Please tell me you're lying, Shenji. Of course I'm lying. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Right, guys, thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe, and we will see you again this time next week. Take care. Bam. Bam.